Hey, this is Gerds Handel, and welcome to the Inner Light Project. This show is for anyone who's wanting to lead a happier, healthier, and enlightened life. Create more self-love, inject more joy and abundance into their daily life. Join me for inspiring interviews and spiritual topics so you can shine your inner light. Hello and welcome to a special episode of the Inner Light Project. My name is Gerd Hansel and today I have a beautiful guest with me who is just going to absolutely blow your mind away. This woman, she's just amazing at what she does and oh my god, I could talk to her for years. <laughs> Tanisha White is an intuitive clairaudient empath who helps empaths and highly sensitive people learn how to turn their sensitivity into a superpower. She's an energy healer, life coach and teacher. Tanisha, thank you so much for being on the show and just being in this space today. You're so welcome. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, bless you. I just can't wait to talk about your empath journey and how you discovered that you were an empath. So could you tell everyone what your life was like before you realized you were an empath? Yeah, absolutely. So I grew up in the inner city um, with a single mom and an immigrant grandmother. And so life for me has always been very interesting. <laughs> um, and because I am a intuitive empath, I also, um, growing up, noticed very early on that I was different from the other people that were in my environment. Mm -hmm. um, growing up in the inner city, talking about your feelings and being sensitive was actually kind of um, a disadvantage in my eyes growing up as a kid because when I was outside of my home, I had to have like this tough exterior to kind of be able to survive in the, in the environment that I was growing up in. Um, and so in hindsight, I realized that now I was basically detaching myself from my physical body. I mean, I did that pretty much through my entire childhood. Mm -hmm. Um, and then going into like my adolescence, I experienced, you know, a lot of like depression and just overwhelm and burnout and frustration without any real explanation as to why, because I had a great home life. Um, I had a supportive family, but I just didn't know like what was going on on the inside with me. Um, and then also I struggled with those things because I did have a single parent. I was taking on the emotions of the sacrifice and the emotional, um, just the emotional baggage of my mother, of my grandmother, and not really realizing that I was dealing with adult emotions while being a child. Wow. And so um, coming into my own adulthood, it actually took me um, being pregnant with my first child 
to really start understanding like, wait, okay, I can actually feel the difference of when my, when my child is happy and when they're not, but I mean like in even when she was a fetus, like I could differentiate my emotions from hers. And so that kind of was scary, but a moment of like epiphany for me, like, wait a minute, I might've been doing this the whole time. And maybe that's what's been going on with me. And so um, I started doing a little bit of research and over the years, it kind of just evolved. I, I almost, I tell people all the time, like, it's like a rabbit hole. So like, once you start searching for the information, once you start trying to figure out like, okay, what's going on with me? Like you get sucked into the rabbit hole of like everything. Like you get on Google and before you know it, three hours have passed and you're like, I have everything. Like <laughs> I have illness, I have every symptom of everything that ever happened to anyone. And so you really just have to kind of sit down and um, become aware of yourself. And so after doing all of the Google searching and everything, I took that time to really just sit with myself and I took a deep dive into my childhood and healing my inner child, healing my past trauma from growing up. And eventually it led me to the point where I was like, wait a minute, I know that if I've experienced these things and I am watching other people who are unknowingly experiencing these things, there's got to be more to this story. And so about five or six years ago is when I came across the term empath. And I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) My mind was like blown. Like I was like, what? where has this been my whole life? Like, why is nobody talking about this? I can hear like the jack, oh sorry, I was gonna say, I can hear the jackpot machine, like ding, 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 ding. Yeah, like, oh my gosh, what is happening? Like, why aren't we taught this? Why are we, Mm. you know, not explain this from the time that we're young? And so it was just something that, I I was literally like speechless. Even now, when I think back and I like take myself back to that moment, I'm like, there's so many people who are probably just like me that have no idea what's happening. And so I started like kind of reflecting, like when, when I was looking at like the characteristics of an empath and like the symptoms that you may experience, I thought back to when I was um, younger and my mom didn't explain it in a way where, yeah, you're an empath. This is why you're experiencing things. But I was always like a really fidgety kid. Mm. It was really hard for me to sit down and be still. <laughs> and I know now it's because all of the energy that was, you know, just going through me it was hard for me to you know kind of 
have give it a destination and give it verbiage. Yeah. And so my mom used to make me just practice sitting still. And I used to always tell her like, mom, I can't do it. I can't sit still. Like I feel butterflies when I do it. It makes my, I used to tell her it makes my tummy tickle. Mm -hmm. Um, and so she was like, but you have to learn how to control it. So she would make me practice sitting still. And that was really like my first introduction on controlling my own energy. But I had no idea that I was doing it. And even to this day, I still use those same methods that I basically, you know, taught myself how to self-soothe as a kid. So um, I think pretty much that kind of fast forwards us into now. And <laughs> I am basically just teaching my community how to do the things that over my 30 some odd years I've been teaching myself or learning about without really knowing that I was doing so. And so I just have tried to collect all of those things and put them together in a package where it's easy to follow and people feel connected because they've experienced the same things. And just like creating a space where people who are highly sensitive can come together and not feel like the black sheep, not feel <laughs> like um, they are the person sitting in the corner of the room trying to avoid all contact by all means, like. Because generally speaking, people think that we're introverts, but really, if you get to know an empath, a lot of us aren't introverts, but that's just the way we use to protect ourselves. 100%. I just want to say, I commend you for realizing that you're an empath, because there's so many people out there who don't even know that they're an empath or highly sensitive. And I relate with what you're saying 100%, because growing up, oh my God, I, I was taking on the burdens of my family. I'd feel every thought, emotion of theirs. I was the person that loved talking to everybody, but then I'd feel depleted later. And yeah. I, I don't know if you know this, but I used to be a journalist. So being in that environment, negative news. <laughs> oh my goodness. I was like all over the place every day. My head would pound and I would be taking medication. And I also worked in a pharmacy when I was about 17 till I was about 22 when I finished my degrees. And everybody would tell me their story when they'd come over to the pharmacy. My managers would be like, what? What? why are they telling their story to you? I'm like, I don't know. I just stand here and everyone tells me everything. And it didn't matter, it didn't matter who it was. So if I was on the street, somebody would tell me their story or I'd be on a bus. It, I always had this like weird feeling like I was different but I didn't know why I was different and I'd be really over emotional but never really understand why and people would say you're too sensitive you need to toughen up so when I was yeah. in the journalism world I became this alpha female like yourself like put on this almost like a fit like um like a barrier when I went out like I'm this absolutely woman like you can't mess with me <laughs> yes but then I'd get home and I'd be like, what's happened to me after the day? Um, yeah, and for me, it was when, in 2012 when I had, I basically had a cancer scare. 
and it woke me up. I was made redundant at the same time. And I was just like, and they misdiagnosed me. And in that moment, I just realized that I needed to come back home to myself. And I remember hearing a voice in the hospital saying, it's time to heal. And I looked around and I was like, where is this coming from? Who is this? Um, but it was my intuition or higher power um, just talking through me. And it just set me on this journey. And then I realized like I was an empath and like yourself started reading to it. God, like I'm not alone. And then, yeah, it's it's powerful when we realise that actually everything that we've been feeling since a young age is 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 real. We weren't yeah. we weren't making it up, right? <laughs> right, exactly. And yeah, like, sorry, it's, it's almost like a flood of it's like a flood of emotion when you mm-hmm. when you finally figure out like okay, yeah, this is real. Like, this is the real deal. I'm not crazy. <laughs> I haven't been imagining these things. Like, this is really happening. And it's almost, it's overwhelming and it's scary, but it's like empowering and liberating all at the same time. And it's like, if we don't even listen to the signs, like the signs are there, but yes. we ignoring them so then like I feel like universal high power whatever you want to call it it's like okay you're not listening so here's the next thing (laughs) right and I don't know about for yourself but for me it was it was several things like I'd already had like accidents beforehand but I wasn't I'd I'd have that break and relax and go out in nature and then I'd be like right time to toughen up again and it was like these kept things kept happening and it was only till I had that cancer care where I broke down I literally thought I was that was it my life that it made me wake up and realize, what am I doing in my life? Like, who am I? What, is, what are these emotions? Why do I feel this way? Why is it that I can be around people for 10 minutes and then suddenly feel depleted and feel like I've picked up that energy? Or even like, you know, you'd meet somebody and then you think, hmm, something doesn't feel right about that person. But everybody around you would be like, no, no, they're amazing. And inside you're like, hmm, that's not, not, I'm not feeling that. <laughs> right, like that's not, that person is not great (laughs) but it's like like when we kind of talked previously when you know we were just talking about how um you don't really want to tell people the things (laughs) you're experiencing because you're like okay are people gonna think I'm nuts or like can they feel it too but you don't really want to ask them out of fear because our whole lives we're taught to just conform, you know, like this is how it goes. This is how you're supposed to feel. This is how you're supposed to act. And anything outside of that, people are looking at you like, what are you doing? (laughs) What have you got going on? And so we're just kind of like stuck in this, like stuck in this, bubble I guess you could say where it's like we don't want to let anything in but we don't want to let anything out in fear that somebody might figure out that we're not like them and so when you have that moment that's why I was saying like it's so liberating and empowering because you're like wait a minute like yeah I am different but there's other people out here that are just like me like I'm not I'm different but I still I'm a part of something larger than myself. It's so powerful. As you were saying that, there was just the robin. I'm just I'm near sat near the garden, and the robin just came up as you were talking about that. And I was like, you know what? We're like we're like robins. We're unique. 
we have yes. that strength, but we also have that sensitivity. But we we hear like the, like like robins do. They can hear sounds and things that don't always make sense to us. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I didn't know, you know, what was happening. And kind of like what you were saying with, you know, you just heard this voice tell you something. Yeah. I've been hearing that my entire life, not understanding that there was a thing called clear audience mm. where you actually hear, you know, sounds or words or you just have the ability to um, hear things yeah. in a way that other people don't. And one thing about being an empath is all of us have different gifts and different abilities, yeah. but we all have a heightened sensitivity. Mm. And the thing about an empath is every, everyone is intuitive. Like every person yeah. is intuitive. Every person is sensitive to a certain degree. However, with an empath, we have a, a hypersensitivity that is almost like you turn like the frequency up just a, just a little bit. And so when we're experiencing those things, whether they have, um, you know, a psychic ability or they're clairaudient or clairvoyant or just whatever your um, abilities are, once you really start to dive deep and like get to know yourself and becoming aware and start to really tune into your intuition, those abilities take off yeah. and they, they grow so rapidly once you have gotten to the point where you are actually listening to those messages like when you're with you know like like what you were saying about um experiencing people and not getting a good vibe from them <laughs> well then all of a sudden it goes from not getting a good vibe to now i know why i'm not getting a good vibe from this person because yeah. now i'm starting to receive information yes and you start getting those empath downloads Mm. Where like you just start knowing things about people that you rather not know. <laughs> yeah. so it becomes something else, but it really does take time and it takes the awareness. And I really just want to um, like help as many empaths and highly sensitive people as I can to get to the point where now you're using it as a tool. Mm. So now it's not just those weird vibes or those funny feelings or those moments of like, wait, did I just hear that? <laughs> it's actually you tuning in to what your body's telling you, what your abilities and your gifts, what messages they're sending to you and you using it like a GPS system. Yeah. And the thing is, it's going to get stronger as you keep going. So like, like with me, for example, like being in the journalism world, like it used to take me ages to write things. And now it just comes within seconds and it's not even me, it's through me. And I'm like, wow. And that's, that's where you want to be, where things just don't feel so hard anymore. It feels easy because it's, it's, you, you've taken that time to like calm down and really discover who you are. And I don't know about yourself, but like with me, like I, oh, 
I started hearing like my ancestors' voices, my grandma, my granddad, and some of them I've never met. And it was only to the point where one of my friends, I heard, it was really weird, like, well, it's not weird, but <laughs> it's a term that we use, right, in, in society, um, right. that her grandfather said to me, I need you to send this message to my granddaughter. And weird, well, oddly that day, it was his birthday and I didn't know that. So when I called her, she told me, oh my God, that it's actually his birthday today. And thank you for that message. I was like, wow. Wow. Yeah. So there's, we, there's so many different, like you said, there's different types of things that we can feel and you're not going crazy. Like just because you can hear a voice does not mean you're going crazy. I know society says, you know, there's something wrong with you if, if you, if you're like that, but really you're not. It's, you have this powerful gift that many people don't have. And it's just learning how to utilize that and how you can help other people to understand messages through you and what they need to hear absolutely and it's just about having the self-awareness to differentiate your own feelings your own thoughts from what information you're receiving and it's really like it sounds simple because you're like yeah of course i can understand what i'm feeling from someone else but it's actually something that comes with practice it's something that needs to be developed and fine-tuned in order for you to use it correctly and so one of the biggest things for me is like teaching our highly sensitive community how to trust your intuition and really kind of learn how to tune in to those times where you're receiving that information and like cut out the extra noise like cut Mm. out what society tells you is you know abnormal and cut out those limiting beliefs that are keeping you from your higher self and from really being able to connect you to um source energy which is you know basically what we all are we all come from Um, one source of energy we're all connected and so just like you're able to receive messages and downloads and so much information you have to be balanced and you have to be aligned with that universal energy for that for that clarity to kind of happen for you It always reminds me of, you know, like people in the Amazon rainforest and so say somebody gets sick and everybody sits around and heals that person. That's how I feel we are as empaths. Like we have these amazing gifts and abilities. We just haven't been, well, society hasn't allowed us to tap into that. We've been more distracted to follow society than ourselves and know ourselves. And I feel like when we start to feel these things, we should see it like we're in that rainforest, like those people that actually we have the power to shift humanity. We have the power to shift our vibration and others around us. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. That is a great visual, especially for like um, empaths that are just finding out that they are, or that don't even realize how much power that they hold and, you know, Mm. just inside of them. And one thing that I like to use like as a visual is if anybody is connected to music, which I know a lot of empaths are, 
we're connected to the vibration of the music because of the frequency. And mm -hmm. so um, anybody who is connected to music, empaths are literally like a tuning fork. <laughs> and so we are literally like the earth's um, way of connecting energy to each other right and so kind of like how our pets absorb like all of our you know bad energy and then they just kind of go along and they make us feel great and they're so loyal and loving um empaths we kind of have that same ability and so we when we're tapped in and when we are balanced and aligned and that energy is flowing properly through all of our energy centers, we are not only just receiving energy, but we're also giving energy. Yeah. And so when we're connecting, so when I say like a tuning fork, when you hit a tuning fork, you're going to get that frequency not only just like it's not just going to radiate out but that tuning fork is also going to um vibrate itself like you does that make sense like it's not yeah. just sending out frequency but it's also receiving frequency mm. and that's what an empath is like you are literally a conduit of energy connecting everything to universal energy you are a direct connection and so being able to have that balance and that alignment and allowing your energy to flow and have no blocks and no limiting beliefs allows you to get to this place of freedom and just peace that doesn't come when you're in when you're in the time where you are feeling burdened by your abilities mm. and i know so many people that just feel like oh my gosh this is like a curse i didn't ask for this why do i feel like this and i just want to encourage you like everyone who's going to hear this, know that the reason you feel that way is because your energy is not flowing. Mm. It has no direction. And when you get to the point where you can really tap into yourself, you sit down and you do that inner work and that energy is flowing free, you get to a place of peace and freedom that is almost euphoric um and i just i want all empaths to know what that feels like because we deal with so much like if anybody deserves to feel that peace and that joy it's us <laughs> <laughs> seriously right? yeah we need we need a break right <laughs> we need a break Goodness. Yeah, especially right now, quarantine is so amazing for us. It, it's heavy at the same time because we're feeling 
the, the collective's energy, but at the same time, we're having this time to really come back home to ourselves and really tune in in what we need right now. Absolutely. Like, I feel like not necessarily the virus, but just this time yeah. period. I feel like all of us as empaths, we're all feeling the same thing at the same time. And it kind of snowballed into us all having to stay home because. I know there's so many people who have just been like, I need a break. Mm. I need to rest. I need a reset. And I hope that everyone is using this time, not only to try to get things done that they haven't been able to, but also to use this as that reset that you've been asking and praying for. This is it. This is the opportunity that you're going to get where you're going to be able to just really sit with yourself and be present. And finally have that awareness. Like I feel a lot of us, it starts with awareness. Once we have that awareness, we can then be able to sense and start to notice things that we did, we thought were a bit odd. <laughs> Absolutely. The awareness is key. Like the awareness is really the, the first step is building your self-awareness. I definitely um, feel like for even people who aren't empaths, even if you're just highly sensitive, self-awareness is what really is the most important component to getting started in your journey. Mm. Absolutely. I just remember when I started and it was just like, oh my God, this is not in my head. <laughs> right. This is real. And oh my God, I can sense, I can sense when I'm on a parking space and like I can manifest these things and I can sense when somebody has a pattern within them or like I could just talk to them and then I could see the wounds without them even saying anything. And it, it's so powerful because whatever your gift is, you can utilize that in your life. It's just having like you said, the tools to know what to do in those situations where you're not, what's the word, like um, holding on to other people's stuff. You're able to kind of like transmute it and be able to move forward, but also yeah. be protected. And, and that's another thing that's like so important is learning that just because you absorb energy doesn't mean that energy has to stay in the form which you absorbed it. Being able to transform and transmute energy is a skill and it's something you got to practice and develop but when you learn how to do it it's phenomenal because like you said like you get to use it as a tool it's like fuel it's like putting yeah. fuel in a rocket yeah it's like when i feel it now i kind of go mm, no thank you because i know what's mine exactly what's like, like. Mm -mm, don't bring that over here sorry not taking those today yeah <laughs> oh or you, <laughs> or you walk in the room you're like mm, I said that person's energy. Mm, okay. Hmm. Maybe I'll take a step back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but the old ones like everyone experiences those type of things, but they're just like, like you said, the self-awareness has to be there for you to really just understand like what you're experiencing in the moment. Yeah. And I feel as well, like we shouldn't get pissed with like people that have said stuff to us before because if they knew better, they would have done better, but they don't, they don't have that gift. So they can't help you understand it if they've never been through it. 
And recently this, um, this child's mother actually reached out to me and was saying like, my child is an empath, but I, I'm not an empath, can you help? And I was like, wow, the fact that even the parent has that awareness, because some parents just think it's like, it's made up. But if you can have that awareness from your child from a young age, that could help them so much as well. Um, and also like, if your parents or like, you know, other family members say to you like, there's something wrong with you, it's that's all they know. They don't know anything better. So I wouldn't take it as much to heart if you, if you can, because it's about you understanding who you are. And then you have the power to then say, nope, that's your mistake. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I feel like people who, it, I mean, it's just like with anything else, like if you've never been, if you've never climbed a mountain, mm. it's like, yeah, someone who's climbed the highest mountain in the world can tell you all about their experience. You can even watch like a documentary about it and like, you know, get emotional when they get emotional because you have empathy and, you know, feel kind of that emotional aspect of them and their achievement. But even physically seeing it with your eyes doesn't give you the actual experience of what that person experienced while they were actually doing it. And so when you're an empath, expecting other people who are watching you from the outside to understand what you're feeling on the inside is almost the same concept. Like that person's not going to understand what's happening with you, especially if they are not an empath or they're not, um, you know, tuned into their sensitivity and their intuition. It's just something that they can't understand because they've never felt it before yeah. and for those of us who have who have parents that may have um <laughs> told them that they were too sensitive or you know yeah. you need to toughen up or <laughs> you know you need to have thicker skin you know stop crying so much all those things like you said a lot of it is just because they didn't know they think that they're helping you. They think that they are preparing you for the outside world <laughs> because the outside world is going to tell you all of those things. Yeah. And so that's why I feel it's so important, especially like in my community to have a place where people like us can come and feel comfortable and not be afraid to cry and not be afraid to be sensitive and not, be afraid to um, share their emotions because in order for you to differentiate your emotions from someone else, you have to be able to ask yourself, well, how do I feel? And a lot of people never ask themselves, well, how do I feel in this moment? In this present moment right now, do I feel sad? Do I really, you know, feel frustrated? And we just take it as the emotions we feel being our own, which we know is not, you know, completely true. And I, over this time, since it's been four days now, I've been holding a, um, a energy healing guided meditation. And each night we've been working on a different energy center. And so 
for the last two nights, we've been working on the solar plexus and the heart chakra. And the people in the meditation have all been saying like, you know, this is so powerful. I've never felt my own energy in this way before. Wow. Or, you know, like this was so powerful. You know, it brought a lot of people to tears because they've never felt their own energy in the, in a physical form. So like in the meditation, one of the things that I love teaching is actually how to show you how to um, feel your own energy in your hands. Mm, yeah. And for a lot of us empaths, we've never felt what our energy feels like in a tangible way. Mm. And so when you can actually feel your energy building and you can take your hands and like physically feel it, it makes you realize like, wait a minute, all this time I've had all this power inside of me and I haven't been using it. And it's really emotional for a lot of people. I know the first time I did it and I felt my own energy, I was in tears. Like, what is going on? What's happening? <laughs> this is nuts. Like, why did I not know that all of this was inside of me? And so um, it just comes to a point where you have to connect with other people that are like you so that you can get that support you need to move forward and to experience those things of feeling your own energy and being able to embrace it and feel empowered in it. Yeah. And I feel as well, like the people that you're going to meet through, through the communities that we have is that there's no guilt. There's no shame. There's no judgment. We are, we're here to help one another and we're here to help guide one another as well. So if you're going through like a tough situation right now, join the groups because it's so important to get the support that you need because even the medical professions don't even understand this. They think, oh, you're depressed or you're anxious, but really it's not. It's, it's something deeper than that. It's, it's you tapping in. It's you almost having a breakdown to have a breakthrough to understand who you really are and what your gifts are in this world. Absolutely. I love that. Having a breakdown have your breakthrough like that is like if you could sum up what the experience is like finding out you're an empath that would be like the slogan <laughs> you're literally <laughs> gonna have a breakdown <laughs> but it has a purpose you're gonna have a breakdown to have your breakthrough and that is like probably one of the truest statements that I've ever heard and you know what I find fascinating as well is when you're having that breakdown, everybody around you is like panicking, thinking there's something wrong with you and then you need to be like fixed quickly, like go to the doctor and make sure you're okay. And they They're just trying to something. throw meds at you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're just take these meds, you know, take these meds so you can <laughs> stop feeling everything. And I'm like, no, dude, yeah. like that yeah. doesn't work. <laughs> You've <laughs> got not going to turn off. Yeah, My, you're, you're like human. it doesn't stop frequency. That's not how this works. <laughs> it's like you're a human. You're supposed to feel emotions. And oh god, it takes me back to when I was 21, my dear. And um, I had a car accident when I was 21. I was in my final year at university. I had so much stress and pressure, and you know that whole thing of like trying to figure yourself at that age. 
and oh, I had a car accident I, and me being me at that time because I was always a tough cookie like my, like my parents are they're very strong-minded and you know you just got on with things that's that's that, that's how I've grown up and so I had the accident it's like nope nothing's wrong with me I'm fine carried on and about I think it was about three weeks later I couldn't tell you what I had for breakfast how many hours sleep I had I just went on this weird autopilot mode where I didn't really know who I was anymore and I remember I think it was like the third month after after I started crying and I said to my mum something's not right with me so she sent me off to the doctors and I didn't say I I had a car accident this doctor just read 10 questions on the computer and said oh you're depressed you can take these antidepressants or you can go see a psychologist and me being me at the time was like I think I know myself better but I still wasn't as in tune with myself at that point so I kind of just left it and then my mum forced me to go again to see another GP in the same place mm-hmm. and this woman I sat down with her and I said you know I had a car accident I wasn't feeling too good and there was a lot of pressure at university and working in pharmacy at the time and she just told me go out into nature she goes here's three months off university I want you to go out in nature I want you to relax and do you and that I think was like the first turning point for me to understand my energy at, at that age and within those few months, oh my God, I came back to myself. And I, and I think, you know, looking back now, I'm in my 30s, and I look back, I think, if I took those medications, I would have known who I was. You would have been a zombie. Yeah. And that's literally what impacts turn into when they go to a medical professional and they are misdiagnosed because mm-hmm. oftentimes, like you're not going to go to the doctor and the doctor's going to be like, oh, you're an empath. Don't worry about it. Go to the beach you know, ground yourself in the sand and the ocean and then do that for three weeks, um, work on yourself, heal your inner, you know, child and make sure you take care of that past trauma and come back in three weeks and see me and tell me how you feel. No, they're not going to do that. They're going to tell you here, take these meds, go home, get some rest and you're going to be medicated and you're still going to feel like crap. Mm. And because you are going to be in a space of low vibration, all you're going to be calling into yourself because you're a magnet. Like I said before, we're conduits of energy and we absorb everything, but you're going to be only absorbing the things that are at the same frequency as you at that moment. And you're just going to be calling more things to make you feel like crap into your life. And it's just going to spiral until you have that breakdown. And that's what a lot of empaths experience. And And a lot of times when my clients find me, that's the moment that they're in. They're like, I don't want to be medicated. My life is falling apart. I don't know what's happening with me, but I think I might be an empath. And I'm like, if your life's falling apart and you're having a breakdown nine times out of 10, if you found me, it's yes. Yeah, it's almost like saying, well, it's like the Matrix, welcome home. <laughs> right, exactly. It's like, oh. welcome, we've been expecting you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so true. Oh, yeah, that's how I feel every time I'm speaking with somebody or a client. I'm just like, yep, this is normal. Yeah. <laughs> totally normal. I'm sorry that it sucks, but <laughs> yeah, it does but, get better, I promise. Yeah. But it's like saying, at least you're home now and we've got you. (laughs) And so that's why I feel like it's so important, like especially in my community with the people in my community, I just want them to know you have support. Mm -hmm. You have someone you can reach out to 
Like, and I tell them all the time, the way that I run this community is not from a place of like, oh, I'm a guru and I know everything. (laughs) I cannot, like, that's not even my vibe. That's not my energy at all. I want you to feel like, hey, this is a person that knows what I'm experiencing because they've been through it. And I want them to feel like they can reach out to me and get support and have like a safe place mm-hmm. to come when they're experiencing, you know, the things that they're going through to kind of get some guidance along in their journey. Mm-hmm. And so that was like the, the driving force of me creating um, my platform. It wasn't like, oh, hey, I want everyone to know I'm an empath and come and be my fan. It was like, <laughs> okay, hey, I was looking for somewhere where I could go and like find other people just like me. And it was really hard to find. So I created it for myself. And then it just so happened that it resonated with 6,000 now other people. And here we are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's amazing that you said that as well. It's so true. And I always feel like empaths are not here to like, we're not, I don't even like the word guru because like, you know, we're not God. We're all connected. Right. And we, I hate that term. Yeah. Oh, it makes me feel. Ooh. And I don't even like to use the word hate because it's yeah. such low vibrational, yeah. you know, but I strongly dislike that term. Mm. Like it does something to me. It makes me yeah. like cringe every time I hear it. Like when people refer to themselves like that, it's almost like telling other people, I want you to like worship me. And that's so not like the type of vibe I want in my community, not the type of people that I want to attract. I don't want anyone to feel like, you know, I have all the answers because I don't, (laughs) I'm here trying to figure it out. Just like you, I'm just probably a couple of steps ahead of you. So. I just said, hey, look, this is the way that I went. This is the path that I took. If it works for you, great. If it doesn't, hey, I'm here to help you try to figure out something else. Yeah. It's with like empaths. We really want to help others. So it's not even from that place of like, look at me. It's more like, yeah. let me help you because I've been in your shoes and I, and I can help to guide you. Like you said, we're, we're, we're ahead, but we're not like that ahead, but we can still guide you through those bits rather right. than doing it alone because oh, I did it alone for years and oh and it sucks yeah oh. it by yourself and anyone who's done it by yourself understands that when you're in your room and you're trying to learn how to meditate so that you can quiet your mind or you can just stop feeling all of the emotions and you don't want to feel like every time you come home you have to sleep for two days because the energy is just completely drained out of you. Mm. Nobody in your house understands what you're going through. It's like, I just need one friend <laughs> who understands. Like yeah. just one, just one person who gets me. And so mm. in the having a community, it's like, okay, now we have over 6,000 people in this community. Well, now pick one, pick a friend. <laughs> just pick one. Yeah. And everybody partner up and let's do this yeah I love that and I love what you're doing and I want you to show everyone where they can learn more about you so can you tell us about your book the empath's guide to protecting your energy 
Yes. So one thing that I found is with empaths, we have to have, like, we want to know what is the deal right now. We don't want the fluff. We don't want all the extra, like, you know, like foo-foo stuff. (laughs) So what I did was I wrote a super easy read, like a quick read ebook of seven things that I implemented into my everyday life, just my strategies, my techniques on how I protect my energy from everything like crowds, you know, negative people in your workspace, dealing with your family, like all of the things, just seven simple things that you can do and you can implement into your everyday routine that is going to help you to embrace your power and to come from a place of balance and alignment every single day so that at the end of the day, you're not burned out, you're not overstimulated, and you're not overwhelmed. For you to be able to really create that place of joy and peace in your everyday life without all of the extra added things that you really don't need to be doing. Like I just wanted to strip down all of the crap Mm -hmm. that I read out on the internet and just really give you some things that are useful that you can add into your schedule that are not going to take you away from your life and for those of us who are basically isolating ourselves so that you have the ability to go out into this world and feel like yourself again. Mm-hmm. And that's really what inspired me and like where that book kind of came from. I love that because it's so overwhelming in the beginning. It's like, what's going on? Like, how do I navigate with my family, my colleagues? And I just love the fact that you've you've created something so simple that's going to help us to really understand who we are and what we're here to do. And like one thing that I want people to know, like even if you don't go and download my ebook, just understand like you can read all the information You can Google all of the things about being an empath, but if you do not implement those steps every Mm -hmm. single day, you will not see a difference. So I give you these seven strategies and you can read it and be like, okay, great. But if you don't really implement these things into your daily life and you're not doing the work, you're not going to see any benefit. Mm -hmm. You might as well not read You might as well not Google. You might as well not do any of those things because is there's no easy, there's, there's no easy button to this. It's not a quick fix. There's no pill you can take. Um, It takes work. It takes um, for you to be able to create a practice or ritual or routine for yourself that is going to support you every single day. And at the beginning, you have to do it every day. Eventually, when you get to a point where you're more connected and you're more in tune and you're more balanced and aligned, you can kind of ease up on it and do it as you need it. But in the beginning, 
this is going to be an everyday thing. You have to work on it every single day. It's needed, like any routine that we have, because if we, that's how we, it's like they say, isn't it? 21 days for something to become a practice. Absolutely. Yeah. It's needed. I, I believe that, like, I, even with myself, and I'm sure with yourself as well, Tanisha, like, when we haven't done those in the beginning, and we've just been like, well, what's happening to us? And then when we've done it rigidly for, like, two weeks, we're like, yes, we feel amazing. Yeah, you start feeling so good, you're like, man, I <laughs> I don't know. I could take over the world right mm -hmm. now because I feel so good. Like the amount of joy that happens for me when I'm in total alignment, like I'm a better mother. I'm a better wife. I'm a better daughter. I'm a better sister. I'm a better friend. Like so many things in my life change when I am balanced and aligned and my frequency is so much higher and I just feel great and not to say that you won't have days where you just like oh man today's <laughs> not it like screw today everyone's gonna have those days you know but when those great days outweigh those crappy ones that's when I feel like you found it yeah. like as long as out of your 30 days if you can have five or less of those days be like not so great, I feel like that's a good ratio. And that's mm -hmm. what you should be aiming for because we're human. We're going to wake up on the wrong side of the bed some days, you know, <laughs> but you should be aiming for you to have more days of just happiness and fulfillment and alignment um, more so than anything else. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Oh, we are coming towards the end of the show. I've just looked at the time. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I could talk to you forever. Oh my gosh. <laughs> might have to do this again. Yeah. Just let me know. I think we're going to have to do a part two. Definitely. Definitely. There's Absolutely. so much we can share. Oh my God. There's so much. <laughs> um, like we could go on for, for hours about yeah. being impact. Exactly. <laughs> um, my first question is, um, what are your five top tips for someone and who is an empath that they, they don't know how to protect their energy? Okay, so I go into a lot of these tips in the book. And so I'm just going to give you like a brief overview. I'm not going to really like go into detail because I know we're running short on time. But if you want to like go in and like really get the depth of what I'm saying, like go ahead and download that ebook. Like I said, it's a really short read, but like the first thing is everyone is like taught this whole bubble thing. Like, you know, put yourself in a bubble or put yourself in a whatever. And that is really probably the worst advice I've ever heard. And I did that for years and years and it doesn't work. And I know that's gonna be something controversial because all of you just gasped. I heard the gasp, like, oh my God, how am I gonna live without my bubble? <laughs> it doesn't work. So stop doing it. Stop doing the bubble thing. There's other ways to protect your energy other than the bubble thing. Yeah. Um, and it's more so about you learning how to 
um, control your own energy and knowing that energy flows in both directions. So, um, yeah, stop doing the bubble thing. <laughs> the next thing is um, learn how to be present in the moment. So, um, we're not worrying about the past. We're not worrying about the future. We're worrying about right now what is important for me to do what I need to do for myself, to um, be present in my body right here in this moment, because that's really all that matters. That's all we have is right now. Um, the third one would be to connect with other people who are highly sensitive or empaths. There's communities out here, even if you don't join my community. Um, find a community of support where you can talk to other people who are experiencing the things that you're experiencing. Um, four would be to um, use your free resources. So like YouTube for me for like the first five years was my holy grail. I used it for everything you could think of, like guided meditations, um, binaural beats, sound bathing, all of the things that kind of help you to raise your frequency and learn how to be present in your body. Those are all great free resources for you to use. And five would be um, I don't know. I have so many. I gotta give you a really good one. Um, oh, I know. Make sure that you are making use of your healing tools. Mm. So, other than like your sound tools, make sure that you know what your healing tools are. So things like essential oils, healing crystals, um, and other things that you use to move your body to keep your energy flowing, those are all tools that you need to be using every single day. Nice. What are you most grateful for? I'm most grateful for... I would say it's totally cliche, but my family <laughs> and not just because I love them because they're my family, but because my mom taught me how to be aware of my energy. Mm -hmm. My husband has taught me how to be accountable for my energy. And my kids have shown me the effects of my energy. That's beautiful. So those are the things that I'm the most grateful for. Wow. And last question is, what shines your inner light? Really just the thing that, that just lights me up and like, really sets me on fire is when I'm working with clients, when I'm working with people, even just 
you know, on Instagram when we're doing a live or something, when I'm getting like those, when I'm getting the feedback from other empaths and Mm -hmm. they are feeling the energy and they are getting balanced, getting aligned, and we are helping each other. And like, we have this sense of tribe, like that sets me on fire. Like I said, we were doing these meditations the last four days and I've been getting so many DMs and emails thanking me for doing this and like just telling me about how I've helped them so much on their journey or, you know, that they really needed this at this moment and how people were bringing their kids in to do the meditations with them. Like, that literally like is setting my whole entire soul on fire and it's just giving me the fuel to keep going. And what I'm hoping is over the next, hopefully we'll be out of the house soon. Like hopefully everyone will be outside again. (laughs) (laughs) Like I really want to um, bring that energy out to my community and like start doing some traveling and really like doing more um, group and like retreat style energy work so people can actually feel it in person because I feel like with energy it's like you want to know that you're getting through to people yeah and when you can feel that energy in person, it just does something different to your, to your spirit. And like, that's where I want to take this community. Like I really want us to be to a point where I can come out and physically love on my community and just share energy with you guys. And we can vibe and we can laugh and cry and just Mm -hmm. do all the things and really just kind of, um, continue to build our community yeah Tanisha thank you so much for being on the show and thank you for just sharing everything and I really know you're going to help so many empaths and just yeah we're gonna have to talk again we're gonna have to do part two (laughs) forward to it this was so fun yeah thank you for everything that you do as well you're definitely a bright light in this world and I just want you to know that what you do matters and it's so important to keep sharing because I know it's helping so many people I'm just, you know, doing, doing my thing. (laughs) I tried not, you know, like I, I feel like, um, it's not even me. Like I'm just really being a vessel. So like, I don't like to take the credit for like doing anything really. Like I'm really just kind of sharing my experience and being a vessel um, for whoever needs it at the moment. And so I just like, I'm super grateful and thankful that people resonate with me, resonate with my energy. And I just look forward to all of the people that are going to be impacted by, um, by the people in my community that are growing and evolving and embracing their empathy. Wow, what a powerful interview with Tanisha. I'm just so grateful for this today because 
There are so many empaths out there in the world, but there's not that many empath leaders. And just talking to Tanisha made me realize like how powerful we actually are as empaths. And you know, a lot of us, our journeys are very similar. And the things that we thought were the things that we only went through, so many of us have gone through as well. I definitely recommend checking out Tanisha and just just seeing if she can help you because I know what it feels like to do the inner work alone. I know what it's like to be an empath and just trying to figure out what the heck is going on with you. <laughs> I've been there and I, I believe strongly in getting guidance and getting help from people who've been through what you've been through. Unfortunately, that's the end of the show. Uh, before I leave, I want to leave you with this quote. Everything I experience hits me deep, raw and intense. As an empath, I feel the energy of myself and others. As I age, the ability only grows deeper and stranger. That's a quote by Sylvester McNutt III. For more information about the show or how to trust your inner light, visit my new coaching program at gerdshundle.com. And remember, stay happy, stay healthy, stay lit. lit.